Welcome to Cut the BS, a podcast that talks about BS, not about bull excrement, but about the world and the BS you deal with every day. Welcome to episode number four, Cut the BS. Steve Miller, Drew Miller, at one location, remotely though, and joined remotely by Ryan Dyke and Brett Butterworth. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Steve, how talk, you doing? It's, it's the talkie, boys. Everybody has to talk. Well, yeah, we can't all talk at once, though. Actually, I think we can. We yeah, can. but it's so good to be here. <laughs> so how is, we'll let everybody know, how was everybody's Easter? Good. I'll take the lead. I'll take the lead on that because Go right ahead. this has been, if you know anything about me, I enjoy just, I'm a recluse when it comes to forced family fun time. So, I mean, if I can look at one bright side of COVID-19, I only FaceTimed with my family. I didn't drive from the Southern border of the state back to damn near New York. I liked it. I just sat here on my couch and my wife cooked a lovely dinner uh, we, the rabbit brought a new hitting net and a tee. So we spent some time out in the yard with the kids. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better day. Did you cook the rabbit for dinner or was that something else? No, I said the rabbit brought the hitting net. My wife cooked a lovely dinner. It was a ham, an Easter ham. Ryan, did you get anything for Easter? Uh, yeah, I got some candy, but that was about it. The Easter bunny hasn't really stopped by my house What's in a while, so. Ryan, was it from a man in a van that wanted you to get in, or was it? <laughs> your family? No, it's from it was from my parents. They still okay. love me, so they, they still That's give good. me candy. Exciting news, boys! We have two new sponsors for episode four, which brings us up to four sponsors. So everybody, get ready! It's only a matter of time till we have a corporate jet. Our two our two <laughs> new sponsors, Redneck Blinds and Stephanie L. Cooper, attorney at law. So pretty exciting time for the old cut the bs group Woo. i'm playing under protest with stephanie cooper attorney at law it's only because she'll side with your wife in the divorce well i said i'm siding with myself so exactly so uh the topic that won't go away uh is uh, covid 19 and this week uh governor wolf kind of really changed the course of for right now brett mostly your life uh, he's decided to cancel school for the rest of the year. And Ryan, this part of it will take, uh, take some of uh, the heat in your family. Uh, all sports, winter and spring canceled, and uh, graduations are not going to be in person. How does it, what's the impact that each of you have on that? What are your thoughts? Well, it doesn't affect me. It, it, okay, Ryan, go ahead. Tell, tell me what Dougie thinks. Dougie Fresh. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't really talked to him too much about it. Um, well, we reached out to Deb Moore and couldn't get a hold of her because I wanted her to be on. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I don't really know. I know he's still busy at work trying to uh, figure things out and stuff. But uh, 
uh, it just, I feel bad for all the student athletes and just all the students that are going to miss out on all the fun things that happen in the spring. You know, you have prom, the seniors have their senior class trip, graduation, not to mention sports. So, uh, you know, I feel bad for them. Um, hopefully this doesn't, you know, affect their uh, freshman year of college as well. Um, but I guess we'll just take that day by day. I don't Brett, know. Your wife, Brett, your wife is now going to be home the rest of the year. And um, for, for uh, Nolan especially, since he's in elementary school, do they have to do any online stuff at all or not? No. Um, K through five does nothing. Um, they are doing – They, I mean, they're, they're putting out optional things, but there's nothing required of them, K through five. Uh, the only downside to it, and right now it doesn't affect me because I'm working from home as well, so I get to it when I get to it. But I, the summers suck because I'm terrible at getting out of bed. I hate getting up in the morning. Whoever in the farmers, farmers, whoever in their right mind thought that it was a good idea to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to start their day, nonsensical. Okay, let's just, I do my best thinking in the wee hours of the morning, like one, two, three in the morning. And then I'd like to sleep until nine or 10. So the only downside for me is I've lost my personal alarm clock for the next five months, but yeah, it's business as usual here. Well, you brought up farmer's hours, Drew, you know, you're still off uh, because uh, gyms are one of the places that people don't uh, congregate too close. And you used to have the uh, sleep schedule of a farmer. How has oh, yeah. the uh, COVID uh, break for you affected your sleeping? Well, let's just say when I get back to work, it's going to be a struggle to get up in the morning. But I mean, I'm enjoying the time off. I'd like to be kind of back at work somewhat, maybe 50-50. But um, I'm enjoying the time off. Oh, by the way, tomorrow's trash day. And I got up early last week to make sure it was out in the morning so the bears didn't knock it over. So <laughs> I volunteer you for tomorrow. Okay. I'm glad all our listeners now know that. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Of course, Tuesday, it's trash day. That's trash day where we live. Plus, I've been doing this cocktail at night of NyQuil and Tylenol PM. It is awesome. <laughs> Whoever takes the most Tylenol PM wins. Well, now think about this, though. If you use NyQuil, which you can kind of still find in drugstores, and Tylenol PM, it works just the same as your brown liquor after four or five glasses. Uh, I'm not really willing to try because I, I feel like the hangover on the NyQuil is worse than my brown liquor. I've had some really awesome dreams over the last week. Let me tell you that. Vivid? Oh, yeah. I, I had a long conversation with my dad one night. He wanted to take me for a ride in a Suburban. But there, oh. was, somebody else, there was somebody else in the, in the Suburban with him, and I said I won't get in the car if that guy's in there. I'll be honest. I <laughs> I thought that was going to go a completely different direction. No, no, it was no. That, that's all it was. Hey, there's this new trend on Facebook right now in support of seniors this year. Don't wet your pants, Ryan. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> okay. I'll get there. Uh, so you're supposed to put your senior photos up on Facebook. What the? Uh, what the? You know, really? I I don't have one. That was you never well, you never had a senior photo? Yeah, I mean I have them, but I don't have them. That was I mean we're Steve, you and I are pretty digital. Even these other two clowns might be pretty digital senior photos. Uh, I mean I don't have a digital copy. 
I would have had to take a picture out of the yearbook, you know, take, get my phone and take a picture of it in the yearbook. So. I don't think I have the one from the school, but I got like personal ones. Yes, you did. And let me tell you, I don't want to put that up because everyone would probably be like, look at that model. He is something else. Would it be model or would it be something else? <laughs> Let's go with model on that one. Look, I'm older than all of you combined. So if you no, saw you're the, not. That's a lie from the pit of hell. If, <laughs> if you saw the feathered hair that I have in the uh, class of 83 um, photo. Brett Butterworth mustache. And I, no, no, no. Your grandmother did not allow me to have a mustache in my <laughs> senior uh, high school yearbook photo, which is ironic because we had to use makeup to cover the zits from what I had to shave <laughs> off. I had a mustache from when I was in 10th grade on. But for some reason, your grandmother thought it would be great if I went, you know, face, facial hairless. If well, I remember, you told me you don't like getting haircuts, right? I hate getting haircuts. Yeah, if, I did, but if I did not have a bald spot in the back, which is getting rapidly bigger, um, I, I would have hair down to, I would be Crystal Gale. That, that's, a you know, and there's nothing like a fat guy that has long hair because it really stands out like, <laughs> wake up, buddy, and take out the sweatpants. Like the guy at the end of Tiger King. Well, I, this would be beyond Tiger King. This would be more of like, uh, just why are you trying to sell antiques out of the back of your car? I want, I want to meet that guy's barber, the guy at the end of Tiger King that rides off into the sunset on the jet ski. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays such a small role in that show, but for some reason he's the one riding the jet ski at the end. Into the sunset <laughs> to Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Did they pay? Did they pay Survivor for that? The right to use that song? Uh, they would have had to, especially with the money they're making off of it. Did you well, watch put, the eighth episode last night? Okay, no, that's what I, was I didn't get to it yet. We, I did not. I what? Did, what did we watch, Drew? A game night. We watched the movie Game Night. Game Night. The edited version. There was a lot of fudge being said last night. And shucks. Is that a good movie? Uh, well, you know, Rachel McAdams is in it, and Jason Bateman gets shot by her, so that was kind of fun. You guys, speaking of good movies, you need to watch Good Boys. Oh, my gosh. Hysterical. We had to, we had to take the uh, the couch outside because uh, Drew had an accident on it earlier today. From <laughs> what is Good Boys? It sounds um, ridiculous, nonsensical. It's Go ahead with about- your movie review, Drew. It's about three boys that get invited to like their first kissing party. They're, I think they're like 12, maybe 13 years old. And they're still innocent. So they don't know a lot of like <laughs> things or terms. So they use them wrong. <laughs> Ryan, you remember when we went to see Step Brothers when we were 12 years old and we didn't understand a lot of the jokes? But yes. my dad was cackling five rows ahead of us. <laughs> yes, and we made fun of him for laughing at things we didn't find funny, but now we understand why he was laughing. That's ha, exactly ha, ha. how... You're doing a podcast with him. That's exactly how that movie went for me today. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. you're saying it was like uh, an older version of Superbad? Yes, it would be yes. It would be super bad with younger kids, I think. And, and somehow Seth Rogen has something to do with it too, right, Drew? I don't Did know. he produce it or something? Yeah, he's he's some, he has something to do with it. I think he is the producer. But all I, I'm 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 doing research online today for tonight's show. 
and I'm listening to one of my regular podcasts and I just hear laughing and laughing. At one point he got caught halfway in a laugh and a cough and I thought he was going to die. <laughs> so uh, another thing uh, in Pennsylvania this week, uh, and this was a topic of conversation over the weekend uh, amongst a, a thread of uh, grownups that have nothing better to do than to yell at each other. Uh, the governor decided to let some prisoners out early to try and stop the uh, spread of uh, COVID-19 in, in prisons. He Perfect didn't bother uh, letting anybody know that. He just decided to do that. What are your guys' thoughts, Brett? Well, I'm torn. I'm torn by this. Um, because I, I, think, I think that the law system or the judicial system could be slightly flawed. Um, as far as nonviolent criminals go, I think that people that are incarcerated for anything having to do with, short of murder, uh, marijuana, you know, if you shot somebody during a marijuana deal, then you know, you'd probably be in a, in locked up. But other than that, I, I, why? Why are they locked up? Like half of the country now is just, you can go buy it over the counter. You can go down to Walgreens and buy it or Rite Aid. What? Yeah, so I don't know. I didn't see the stipulations on it, but I think there are, are a lot of people, I won't say that are locked up um, unlawfully because the law's on the books, rightfully so, they, they're there. But yeah, I think it's a slightly outdated. The people that he let out were coming to the end of, of their terms anyway. They're nonviolent offenders and some of them were in halfway houses. The thinking is because of the close quarters, that will create uh, more of a chance for people to get the virus because they're so close. And uh, or, I, I, think what, I think what some people are upset about by it is that the governor just seems to be acting on his own without really having any connection and discussions with either the courts or the legislature in Pennsylvania on this. It's just another one of Tom Wolf's moves that are, I think people are just questioning like how, why can't we have some discussion about it before it goes forward? Well, it's dangerous for one person in particular to have that kind of power. I agree. There should be discussions had over it, but boys, uh, boys, you want to jump in on that at all? Well, so it just matters. What did you say it was? People like they're coming to the end of their sentence, or they're nonviolent offenders in halfway homes. Okay. Um, I really don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. So, so on, on the family feud, Drew would pass on that one and, and Steve well, Harvey I, later. Yeah, but okay, so we, there, are, there are correctional programs in place for people like that. And, and do they get cut at this point? I mean, well, they're gonna, we, uh, some of them are going to get ankle that? bracelets. Because so, for instance, in our area, we have yeah. the last remaining uh, state correctional institute boot camp. Yes. Um, closer, to, closer to you than us. Yeah, but nonviolent offenders, uh, typically drug users or, you know, petty theft stuff. Uh, did, where are we at? What, do we just not even bother with those folks anymore? What, what's the deal? What do you think, Steve? Give us your I, two cents. I have been an advocate for a long period of time about the uh, decriminalization of, of marijuana. Sure. Uh, and, and, and we're there. It's getting there. And uh, but mostly cost 
the cost to incarcerate people is very expensive. You know, uh, you know, prison guards earn their money and they, quite frankly, they should be paid more money than what they're getting right now. But also you, you have these large facilities where, where people have to be fed, they have to be clothed and they have to have heat and water and everything else that goes with it. At one point, a few years ago, uh, Pennsylvania was spending more money on prisons than they were on early education, uh, K through 12 education. That there's a problem there when we're when you're paying for that much um, punishment stuff. And I think uh, certainly there's some there's some measures talked about in Washington. There's measures talked about in Harrisburg about what we're really putting people in jail for. And you mentioned it earlier, um, Brad, about violent versus nonviolent people. Well, I, yeah, so I have an unpopular opinion regarding public education, you know that, but um, I, I think we're trying too hard at this point to turn it into a uh, preparatory school for post-secondary education, and it's just, it was never intended to be that way, and it's just turning into a waste and um, just, well, it's fraud, waste, and abuse. That's my opinion. Ryan, you've been pretty quiet while you were jingling those ice cubes, uh, coming out of the freezer and in your, in your glass. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I don't really have too much insight on this. Um, I was unaware that it, like you said, it was the people at the end of their terms. Um, and if they're setting up things, like you said, uh, ankle bracelets, and is that assuming like house arrest and stuff to finish out their terms or how's that? Yeah. Part of it, you know, certain people are just getting the, like if you have a month to go, they're just letting you out okay. and you would be turned over to a parole officer or probation officer quicker. And that way other people with longer terms are getting, getting the ankle bracelet. So they're monitored under their home use. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I just know I would not want to be the one making decisions uh, during these times. Cause it seems like no matter what you decide, it's going to be a no win situation. So, uh, you know, can only, you can only please, half people you know you can never please everyone so well here's well let's move on to the next topic of pennsylvania that everybody will have an opinion on the online sale of liquor in pennsylvania <laughs> uh, the lick the plcb uh pennsylvania liquor control board tried to do online sales and um they've blown up the server and it's not working and people are plenty upset by that and uh let's face it we're all over 21 on this podcast yep. and and, and two of the group are enjoying adult beverages today. One's not going to because we won't say why. Oh, you went hard. That's why. And he went too hard. And, and I, I enjoyed a little too much over the weekend. That's why. But here's, here's, here's one of the things um, that sort of, a, sort of goes hand in hand with schools. Uh, if older kids are going to do online classes so that – you know, the, the governor was against charter schools and cyber schools. He's also didn't want to privatize liquor store. However, if, if the online server is not providing the capability for people to get on, in fact, one of the people that I follow on Twitter, Dave Latour, he posts every day when he, at various times of the day, he attempted to get in and then he'll screenshot the liquor control board saying sorry we've exceeded our amount on that day 
I do he the tried, same exact thing to my. He friend. tried at twelve oh five, and it was already past. You know. Yeah, so I have a really good friend who works midnights. So he is up from eleven p.m. to well, he, he works from eleven p.m. to seven a.m. and um, he tries at like three o'clock in the morning and cannot get on. My argument to that is, if it was a private industry, they would be bankrupt, or there'd be a bottle of whiskey on my front doorstep in two days. Well, if it was a private industry, uh, they'd still be open. Yes. You know, you know, the wise market certainly is still able to provide beer and wine um, right there. You just have to go to a separate cash register for it. Right so next door, though. Sure. But what I'm, but what I'm saying is, if because of the online sales, that's how you have to get it shipped to you. But if they were private stores, look, Maryland has private liquor stores. I know for a fact people are driving across the state line to buy liquor there. The governor of Ohio today just announced that all of the collar counties on the Ohio border with Pennsylvania, they are stopping sales of alcohol to Pennsylvania residents in Ohio. Yeah, they did the same thing in West Virginia last week. <laughs> Here again, I can walk down the street or I can drive to a beer distributor and buy a case of beer, but because it is a government-owned, uh, big, bulky thing with liquor, which I tend to enjoy more so than beer. I'm getting older, so I'd like to just sit and slow sip a whiskey. But if it was a private industry, like I said, they would be out of business, bankrupt, turn your keys in, you're done, don't pass go, don't collect your 200 bucks. Um, and I, I've also been told that New York is getting to the same point where the northern border of Pennsylvania, they're starting to shut down to Pennsylvania residents as well. Now, you can go buy local whiskey, Big Spring Spirits in Belfont. Um, the other one is out in Pittsburgh. There's there's a few, the, the local distilleries. I think Barrel 21, you can still go buy, buy a bottle of whiskey, curbside pickup. Ryan, you're up there at State College. What are you hearing? Well, I try to stay away from the liquor. Um, I usually drink mostly beer, so beer distributors are still no, not white claws. Those are seltzers. I drink beer. Really? Um, wait, so, who drinks? Who is the somebody? Wait, what? Who are you in, insinuating that somebody drinks seltzers? Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, um, Steve, you? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried about this. Yeah, yeah we start, <laughs> they we are start low Video of the low shows, calories. people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, Miller, you're fat." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so beer distributors are still open, um, yes. and I'm happy about that. Um, so I didn't know Barrel Twenty One was open though. I might have to check that out because, although I don't drink liquor a lot, my Crown Royal is getting low. Um, so I might have to check that out and see if I can buy a bottle or two. Stop drinking Canadian whiskey, Ryan. It's time, time to drink the red, white, and blue. This is just what I got. I'm sorry. I Look, it's okay whiskey. It's good. It's a good drinking whiskey. But times like these, we need to be drinking bourbons. <laughs> Tell you what, you buy the bourbons and I'll drink them with you anytime you want. I Well, prior to COVID-19, I had plenty of bourbon. To that, go was your, that was your winter diet, wasn't it? It was brown liquor. Well, yeah, so my January diet was a steak 
a small salad and a four ounce glass glass of bourbon or scotch. I do like my my cross to bear that's scotch. My, that's my crutch. Um, but Drew, there was the perfect spot to pull that up. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Sorry, Brett. <laughs> but um, scotch that I like to drink, I can buy twice as much bourbon for the scotch I like to drink. So I started drinking bourbon. You've been awful quiet, Drew. What, what's on your mind about uh, trying to find liquor in the in the world we live in right now in April of 2020? Well, as we mentioned a little bit ago, um, I had a little too much fun over the weekend, so I'm trying not to think about alcohol at the moment. Uh, that'd be why I'm drinking water. Wow. What a way Drew. to bring the show. Thank God he does all the technical work on the show, that's for sure. <laughs> and so, uh, also, before we move on, White Claws are good. I don't care who you are. They taste good. No, no, no. no. White go. Claws are good. Truly's no. are good. Bud Light my- seltzers are actually good. And so are Natty Light seltzers. They're all good. No. So when you we crack gonna- them, it just smells like a hangover and a headache in a bottle. That's your whole problem is that you're drinking that girl liquor, that girl <laughs> booze, and it's getting up in there. And now your brain's all laid out like a pile of cigarette ashes. And... <laughs> You don't know how to control yourself. Well, I had that stuff, just, I I'm had not so sure that there's not that stuff isn't laced with methamphetamines or something because it makes people go crazy. I don't get it. I don't like it, um, but it gets people like on a whole new level of drunk. I could sit gets down. The people going. <laughs> I could sit down and drink a bottle of whiskey, and my wife could have six whatevers, white claws. My mother-in-law calls them white clams. <laughs> um, but she is just, she would be just way more wrecked than I am. I'd like to see that on video, by the way. What? Uh, your, your wife, your wife, uh, crazy. No, she doesn't, she doesn't cut loose. Maybe once a year or so. That's it. That's, I know. That's, that's why you're in charge. And she's the driver. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to tape on uh, Saturday. And then uh, last week, the last thing that Governor Wolf did, and this will be the last topic about the governor in Pennsylvania, fishing season started out of the blue. Like you went to bed one night and you woke up the next morning and guess what? It's fishing season 10 days earlier than normal. And they didn't even let bait shops know it was going to happen. You took the boys out uh, to the stream on uh, Saturday Brett, did you have any luck? Yeah, we caught some fish. Uh, it was cold, though. Man, it was cold. But it was quiet. It was nice. It was not your typical. Um, so I grew up, or I, growing up, to me, fishing was it. Before I got married and had children, I fished 200 days a year. Um, so I, the first day of fishing season for me was always January 1st. I never went and fished for, I call them sore nosers or mushbacks, you know, the farm raised fish that they go out and they put and they don't know what to eat in the stream. But I have kids now and, and I did it. My dad took me when I was a kid to when I was my kid's age out <clears throat> and enjoyed the first day of fishing season. But it wasn't the typical uh, elbow to elbow opening day trout season tangled up lines with one another that you're accustomed to seeing on a stocked stream. The only tangled lines were I, I tied on more hooks on Saturday than I ever have in a week of myself fishing. 
but yeah, it was nice. It was peaceful. There wasn't fighting for a spot on the stream. Uh, we had some luck. The kids had a lot of fun. It was a little chilly though. Well, at least the nice thing with that is people are already practicing the six foot rule, if not even longer, because obviously you don't want to be right on top of each other when doing that. So, you know, I already had planned that if somebody had tried to walk up the stream to us, I was just going to start coughing and hacking and <laughs> all over the place. Get out of my spot. Get away from me. I have bad AIDS. Well, the the weird thing about fishing, <laughs> I didn't know they, was they, good. Bring, they bring fishing into it. But Ryan, here's something that's yeah. near dear to your the golf courses are still closed what other sport can you have social distancing more than than being on a golf course yeah i i was kind of shocked that fishing season was still a go and golf wasn't uh i mean i understand you touch the flag stick you know to pull it out for putting and stuff but you know before they banned it courses were you know coming up with alternatives so you know, where you just putt to the flag stick and there's actually not a cup that a ball goes down into so that you're only touching your ball. So I was kind of shocked. Um, I don't know if maybe they don't want you riding in the cart with people, but I don't know. So here's the funny thing about what you just said. Um, do you guys follow OJ on Twitter? <laughs> uh, no, but I think I do know where you're going with this. Wait, I, I mean, so, I see him. Uh, ridiculous people retweet him and he pops up in my timeline. So I see him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's, that's how I see him. Yeah, yeah he was going to kill somebody if they so, shut down the no, golf courses. No, no. What he said was if they close the golf courses, he's going to be upset and go crazy. Hmm. So, and he's, and he's living in Nevada looking for killer. Um, but but what has happened is they've closed the golf courses there too. But what, what they were saying was he, he was explaining the social distancing thing. And, you know, to him, six feet is a good jump away with a knife for trying to cut off somebody's head. And um, it took a while for you guys to get that with joke. Thank you. But he's, like he's riding the cart alone. Because I think Callens is not available to, um, in a golf cart. You know, in the back, he'd sit in the back seat, of course. But, you know, this is what I don't get. The weather is starting to break. Now would be a perfect time. Don't – just get rid of carts. Get rid of the carts. Yeah. You should – if you can walk nine or walk 18. Be, yeah. What a perfect thing. You can you can walk about five miles. The way I play golf would be about seven and a half miles. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, you're not around anybody, and you're down, you're down a sleeve, and, but you're still not touching anybody. Yeah. You know, you just have to stay away from each other. Or at the end of the day, at the 19th hole. Obesity has killed more people than uh, COVID-19. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Let's walk it out. Let's take a walk. And around longer, too. <laughs> I mean, COVID-19 just started. Yeah, but, I mean. That I we know of, at least. Yes, I, don't think, I don't think right. we're going to go hey, too many last... years in a row of 300K a year um, of COVID-19. That's where we are with right. uh, double cheeseburgers and Middlesworth chips. Kettle cooked barbecue. Last, last, last thing I want to talk about uh, as we reach the halfway point of the show, Michigan. Okay. They have, a, they have a governor who wants to be Joe Biden. This woman wants to be Governor Whitmer is her name. She wants to be Joe Biden's running mate. And she has banned. Kids cannot get in the car, visit a friend, or – 
even better. They can't cross the street, his friend, or to go to the Upper Peninsula and go in a cottage. And she has banned, are you ready for this? Cannot buy seeds or to start your garden, but you can buy lottery tickets in the state of Michigan. So somebody go you, with that one, please. If you, wait, I'm just, I'm just thinking here, thinking out loud. Um, strategically, as a conservative, why would you not be feeding that fire? I want that person as his running mate. That's me. I do. I, I didn't want to put it out there that I was that way, but here we are. Um, yeah, I, I hope she is his running mate because that would just put more fuel on, on the fire of crazy Sleepy Joe. Um, I, first of all, 330 million people in the United States of America, and we're going to vote for Donald Trump and Joe Biden. That's where we're at. Well, it's neither or, actually. I think you can't vote for both. Well, you, either or. You're going to vote right. for either or. 330 million people, and we're going to vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump. That's where we're look, at. Look, a lot of people are going to make that same comment when we get to the final round of, of comedy on TV and, and who wins it all. So, you know, nobody's actually happy with the way a tournament ends, but somebody's going to be elected president in November. Or if we if we rely on the mail service to count the ballots sometime in January, we'll know who the president of the United States. Well, I mean, we've been but, there before. We've been there before with an actual election January. So I, I would think that we could probably expect March maybe during these times. Well, I, the, the part that gets me is um, we've certainly had our, our, our fun here in the neighborhood where we, where we all just sort of spread out in a driveway you know, four or five of us, and we're about nine feet apart. It's it's like being at hunting. It's sort of like being in that scene in Blazing Saddles where they're all eating the beans around the campfire. But yeah. we're spread out a good ten feet apart, and we're and we're just chatting with each other because you know if you're stuck at home, you're kind of bored. I mean, at least you have kids to to interact with, Brad. I mean, Ryan, oh, poor Ryan. At least I do. Yeah. Poor Ryan. Poor Ryan. Home alone. Hashtag find Ryan. A life partner. <laughs> We're gonna get that to for next week. You know, I've gotten about ten texts about that. So that's so well, one thing is catching on. Is it trending? The reason why you should be advertising about the BS. It works. Yeah. It's not. It's not trending yet, Brett. But I'm sure it'll get there someday. Well, we're gonna get there, buddy. No, but I mean, <laughs> here, here's the thing, though. You you said you were playing farmer earlier before we started the show, Brett. I mean, yes. people are people are looking to start their gardens now. I I've been online trying to find the right greenhouse to put up for our garden to get it going faster and to create a better crop and not lose all of my seeds to squirrels and chipmunks. You no, know, no. why would you ban that from a store? I don't know. <laughs> the funny thing is, so when we bought this house, that was part of the charm when we bought our current house that we're living in now is that it has an attached greenhouse. So the first year we moved in here, we, we kind of went all in with it and it's attached to our home. It's heated. It's uh, very convenient to access where you don't have to put on boots and walk out in the backyard to get to it. Uh, and we went all in with it and we had flowers growing well past Christmas and all of that good stuff. 
And then it just became a whole lot of work. Um, so we, we just kind of let it go. And now here we are, one guy ate a bat and now I'm growing things in the greenhouse. That is a perfect place to stop talking about COVID-19. Let's talk about our sponsors, All-in-One Backflow Services. Testing and repair of backflow preventers, call Ed Dasham, 814-349-5248. That's his office line, or 814-880-2349 on his cell. All-in-One Backflow Services, reach out to Ed Dasham. He's at Milheim. And don't forget Center Boot Company, the original sponsor of this podcast, www.centerbootco.com. Centerbootcompany.com. Order online, pick up at the curb. Take advantage of the services offered and advertised on the podcast. And now, because people have been fighting and tweeting and are angry because of Drew and his picks, we will finish <laughs> The round of eight with television comedies. Take it away, Drew Bear. Drew Bear? <laughs> I haven't heard that one forever. Um, what, we're down to the final eight? We got our first matchup in the East. We got number four, King of Queens, versus number three, Family Guy. Um, Ryan, how do you want to answer this one? Well, you know, a 3-4 matchup, the 1-2 and two getting both upset um, early on in this. So, uh, you know me. Anyone that knows me knows I'm a big Family Guy fan. Uh, I have you and your father to thank for that. Introduced me to the show a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Family Guy, and it's really not that close, in my opinion. King of Queens is a very funny show, but I'm going Family Guy here. Kevin James. I like it. I like it. Um Brett, what do you think? Kevin James is a funny. <laughs> so that's a family guy for your answer? Star, as in Robert Loja. Yes. You know what? That's the, second, that's the second family guy reference Brett's used this show, so I could have <laughs> guessed that's who he was going to go with. It takes the most Tylenol PM wins. Now, I don't know what you prefer me to call you, Dad or Steve, since you made such a big fuss about it last time. So why don't you take it away? You, you, you could call me Caesar. That would be all right, too. Daddy. Uh, Daddy. Fa family guy, of course. I mean, I, Patton Oswalt is hysterical, but he also has Netflix specials where he can be himself and not a character. Jerry Stiller, very funny. Leah Remini loved the Scientology show. And yes, folks, we're going to talk about Scientology later on. But uh, in terms of funny, there's nothing better than Peter and Lois and giggity, giggity, quagmire. So Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's unanimous. Family Guy wins it. There you have it. Wow. First one to punch the ticket to the final four. Yep. Who's next? All right. You got number one, Friends, up against number three, The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, um, Brett, go Ooh. ahead with this one. Nah, this is where you don't are. put me on the spot here. Yeah, we started with Ryan last time. I already know his answer, so <laughs> he's 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 going he's going clockwise, Brett. That's how it's working. I don't know how I feel about either one of these programs. Um, you could abstain. If I need to be a tie-breaking vote, I will be. <laughs> okay. I think they're both kind of. Uh, Mm. 
The problem is that you guys hold me back, and I can't say what I really feel. But I we're don't... working up to those shows, Brett. We'll get there. We're up to four sponsors right. now. <laughs> First no, no, no. We, sponsors, we then the, we get we'll, the jet, then we get to be able to say no, no, what we no, want. no, no. When we get more people listening, then we can go behind the wall and people can get the show that Brett wants to give them every effing <laughs> week. There we go. Uh, yeah. So pick. So I'm probably here. Let me. I'll, I'll put a vote. I'm putting a vote out there, and I'm gonna lose. Maybe we'll be tied. I don't know, but. I've watched because it's intrigued me more. Big Bang Theory. Ooh, I like that answer. I mean, I, you already know. Friends is the greatest show of all time. I forgot uh, I called on you. you I don't <laughs> care. I'm talking. Pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I was the one that called. <laughs> I'm on. taking you know the floor here. Someone had to talk. You know what? I, take your friends in now because it's three to one. You lost. I know, and that's because you guys have terrible taste in TV shows when it comes to this. I, I take that back. I do really like the Big Bang Theory. But Friends is, when you talk all-time great shows, Friends is in that category. And not. for that reason, it's it should win this bracket. It's not going to because you guys don't know what you're talking about. But, yeah, Friends is the greatest show of all time. And I'm sticking by yeah, that. No, matter, no one can change my mind. It, you know, you're it, putting Friends in the category of Tom Brady. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. 100%. And Tom Brady, by the way, is going to lead my Buccaneers to the Super Bowl championship. I hope he does. I'm pulling for him. If I will order you a jersey when I wear mine. I want mine. to see a Bills Buccaneers Super Bowl this year. <laughs> it could happen. Could it happen. could happen. It could, yeah, it's there. Now that Brady's out of the AFC, it's up for grabs. Drew, I'll just give you my proxy. Go ahead. I think we both vote for the Big Bang Theory here. And so by, got, what? by the way, since since that he he doesn't know, we don't know what we're talking about. Mute him for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> hey, pay your Comcast bill. You're cut now. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it was paid early this month. It could be so the uh, hurricane check. outside. <laughs> yeah. I, we're waiting. I'm still waiting for us to lose power. My All flight right, is still standing straight up. Straight out. Sorry, that didn't come out well. <laughs> no, it didn't. Who's next, Drew? Uh, we got number one, The Office, against number seven, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, let's just move on. Yeah. You know, come on. I like The Office here. Did anybody want Curb? No. No. Bears, okay. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I have to. There's a few episodes where I've got to hide. I watch The Office every single night before I go to bed. My wife will attest. And there's certain ones where I have to bury my face in the pillow so she doesn't like feel my shoulders quivering while I cry. <laughs> well, what episodes? Like, give us one. Uh, Michael Scott's last day when Jim oh. and, and tells him like, we'll, we'll discuss it tomorrow over lunch, how I think you're the best boss ever. Um, and then the last episode, of course. Uh, but there's, there's a few along the way you know, a few Jim and Pam scenes along the way where I, I get a little bit choked up because I mean, as hard ass as I am, I, I'm kind of a, a romantic, I, I guess. I, I don't know. My wife, Michael's sitting in the room right now and she's like rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> One of the most awkward 
episodes though with Scott's thoughts. Why <laughs> everybody says that? I know it's a freaking <laughs> TV show. It's a TV show. It's not real life. You're not watching your dad walk into a third grade classroom saying, "I'm going to pay for your college." And then it's just because ten years <laughs> later, like the whole show, like Michael Scott's whole existence in the whole show, the whole series is douche chills. Like, oh my god! Yeah, my, but, but he makes so the show. He's my favorite character, hands down. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're LED. <laughs> That's a great part. When he's talking about the laptop batteries, <laughs> they're LED. <laughs> who's who's out in the West since we all like The Office, Drew? Uh, last matchup here we got number four, Cheers, against number two, MASH. Steve, your thoughts. Or, I'm sorry, Caesar. Uh, <laughs> all hail. All hail. Because uh, March is over, so I'm safe for another 11 months. Uh, I will, because of the length of both shows, I'm going to take cheers. Because Ooh. after after Frank Burns left the show, it stopped being funny and it started being preachy. Ryan? Uh, I think you know where I stand on this. I'm solely voting for MASH just because it's just a show I've watched more out of well, these wait two. wait a minute. It's and, a and, and the show I picked to win anyways is already out, so now I'm just going for bracket. Oh, so what does it matter? Yeah, exactly. Now, um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the early episodes of MASH. I agree with Steve because, one, my dad also told me that, that it got, you know, it quit being funny after certain characters left, but, uh, I'm still picking MASH just to support my father. Well, your dad likes Cheers, too. He does. He's a big fan he of that. He was very upset that Night Court didn't make an appearance on this show, or in this bracket. <laughs> I've never he seen was. that show. That's, he's, it's a funny show, too, but he was he was. Who did the it, bracket, Ryan? It, I didn't do the bracket. Drew did the bracket. No, I know. It would have been on if you did the bracket. I understand. Of that. course. Fra Thursday Drew's Night TV the worst. was my TV. But yeah, so long story short, I'm going MASH. Right. So long story short here, uh, I don't, MASH was a two, and uh, who was the four? Who's, who's the four? Cheers. 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 Yeah, I wish I had the uh, basketball from Dickie Vitale that Drew got me autographed, and I'd be holding it up right now because it's Upset City, baby. Uh, I'm going with a four seed. I'm going with Cheers. Love it. I'm going with that answer, too. I think Cheers wins it. You're all wrong, but all right. All right. So, family guy of the Big Bang Theory. This is a tough one. I'm going to mute real quick here because I'm going to scream obscenities at my dog because she just got on the counter. Yeah, so I'll be right back. Give me a second. Make all sure right. you mute that correctly. Yes. We'll, I'm, we'll a, I'm a great lip reader. Yeah. <laughs> he muted it. I think so he said Family Guy over the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming that's the one he's going to go with, yes. <laughs> no, I don't know what he actually said. We'll wait till he gets back on here. But, uh, Ryan, go ahead with your pick. Uh, I was hoping I didn't get this one first. This is tough. I know Friends was my, my pick to win, but I am going to give a, a, you know, a fair judgment here to finish out. Um, I think I'm going to go with Big Bang Theory here, and why is because more people can relate to that show. I think Family Guy is very funny in its own sense, um, but I'm going to go Big Bang Theory. Um, I think it resonates with more people, and uh, it's 
very funny. It's still on TBS. I still tune in very often. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking Big Bang Theory. Okay. I think I have to pick Family Guy here only because of the references that they pick. Mm. And now that I'm stuck at home, I'm actually watching more movies. Um, I'm actually understanding a lot more of the references. So I'm picking a family guy with this one. One of, one of the best is the trains, planes, and automobiles reference. <laughs> Some of the best ones of the show. You want to make fun of me? Go right ahead if it makes you feel better. <laughs> or the I'm Taken. Target. T- Peter with the Taken. That's a good one. I don't know who I'm you are. I'm still sticking with Big Bang Theory. Um, Ask the dog whisperer. I'm back. I'm back. So my yeah, my dog had a had a late night snack, and I just had to snatch it up. So I'm going with uh, probably Family Guy here, and it's not even close. I don't know why I have to think about it because. We've never had a volcano here in Snowshoe, but don't you think we're due? <laughs> I'm buying the volcano insurance and going with Family Guy. That's an early episode, too. I like that. Early. Comes down to you, Steve. This Let me just start by saying this, too. Every time the Big Bang Theory is on, that's typically what we're watching. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with either. No, I mean, they're both really funny shows. And let's face it, these are the only two reasons to watch TBS. The Big Bang Theory and Family Guy. Why would you and watch Friends. that stupid channel? That's on in the daytime, though. Friends is on as like well. I said, Like I said before, Family Guy <laughs> and the Big Bang Theory, there's no other reason to watch it. I, you know, I don't, you, didn't, you don't have a quarter with you anyway, Drew. Um, well, I got one here somewhere. I, I think... I think I have I think I have laughed at Family Guy. Uh, I remember making sure I got the first four seats for Ted. Uh, you know <laughs> when it came out, and I dragged you guys to it. And even a million ways to die in the West, I thought was funny. Seth MacFarlane isn't funny. I and it's the pre factor why I cannot vote for the Big Bang Theory. So I'm going to go Family Guy. Wow. And now it gets really odd. Cheers versus The Office. Which, by the way, we got hosed yesterday on Comedy Central because they, they had an office marathon until noon, and then they started with the Adam Sandler crap, and we missed the last episode. It was on today. The, the, of course it was. And <laughs> now like it It's like yeah. all my children so, grew up and got married to each other. I right know. That's what every every parent's dream. Yeah. I, I can't be you here. in that last episode, though. So that was a great line. And Michael Scott or Steve Carell in that last episode only had, what, two or three lines? I three wish, lines, and they were all great. I know. But I wish the only line he had in that, that last show was, since he was gone, that's was what she that's said. what she said. Yeah, yeah that would have that been perfect. I can't believe you came. So let's. <laughs> so so to be fair, does anybody even think that it's Cheers? No, no, no. Okay, so here we go for the finals. Whoa, whoa, wait! I thought we had a tie for. No, I no, I went no he guy. picked Family Guy. Oh, okay. My bad. So here we go. Family Guy 
versus The Office. And Drew, you drew this up. You have to go first. Mm. That's hard. That is very hard. That's what she said. (laughs) But you know what he didn't say? The Office is the winner, so I'm picking Family Guy. Whoa. Give me the giant head. Wow. Upset City. Family man. guy. No. Right? No, no. I weren't I do need my vote. I watch yeah, it. I wanna, every I wanna hear day. it. I will cancel my Netflix. I will cancel my Netflix subscription. I've watched it every day for years. Um, I will cancel my Netflix subscription when they take the office off of Netflix. I'm going with the office. It's not even close. I don't even have to think about it. Not even for a second. Are you going to buy the NBC streaming service then? So you can still watch the office? No, I'll just, I, because that's the only show on NBC. Well, Parks and Rec's pretty good, but no. <laughs> watch your mouth when you're talking to me. No. <laughs> Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's The Office. We all knew where this was going to end up. We could have saved three weeks of us fighting over this and just said, The Office wins. This is why people were listening to this show. Ryan? Uh, I think I'm going to go with The Office here as well. Uh, I was not a fan of The Office the first time I watched it, as uh, Drew knows. I think Brett knows as well. I, I couldn't stand it. I didn't think it was funny at all. Uh, and I gave it a little more time and now it's, it's arguably one of my favorite shows. It'll never be better than friends, but since that already lost two rounds ago, I guess, uh, I'm going to go with the office here. So it all comes down, don't come down to this. Do not make it come down to this coin flip, Steve. If there is a tie, I do have a fan of our show. I have his results too. Why don't we call well, someone? Call, we're going to do a lifeline here. Call Jimmy Kimmel and have, phone a friend. No, he's not. Let funny. me tell you a little story. Let me tell you a little story about my baby boy. So one year, the hot little stuffed animal at the Grange Fair was Baby Stewie, and you had to play that stupid water gun game. <laughs> and after I, and after I was down about twenty dollars, I finally looked at the carny. And I said, how much if I just give you money? And he goes, here's the deal. You and that kid, and he pointed, to, and, and he pointed also to, to uh, Sarah, Drew's, Drew's sister. Said, the three of you can play the game, and whoever wins, since there's three of you, you can get your choice. And we did, and Drew picked a Stewie. Because he loves Stewie. Oh. And I love Stewie. I don't even and I love Stewie Peter. Anymore. And I love Lamp. And you know who said I love Lamp? Steve Carell. Steve Carell in The Office. And that's the winner. The Office wins our round of 64. <laughs> so, Drew, you did all that work in the bracket, and you lost. If you would like to know, too, the guest, the, I guess celebrity, I'll say, the celebrity bracket i had was caleb mitchell a fan favorite or a favorite of our favorite of our podcast he also picked the office he says keep keep doing good work 
I so like, there you I go. The like. office wins our bracketology. And with that, we have to talk about our sponsors. Redneck Blinds, Hunting Blinds, 109 Shagbark Lane in Belfont. Email redfarkle, R-E-D-F-A-R-K-L-E at verizon.net or call 814-883-4426. That's Bill Thomas at Redneck Blinds. And our newest sponsor, and after you've spent months with your spouse and you're ready for a divorce, call Stephanie L. Cooper, attorney at law, <laughs> 817 East Fish Street in Belfont, 814-355-1078, or email Stephanie at stephcooper2 at gmail.com. Thank you to our sponsors. And now, as we wrap up the show, boys, what are your thoughts? What did you bring to the table tonight, Ryan? Uh, I didn't bring a whole lot. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a bad show for me. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. Okay, let's move on then. Brett? I wanted to bring up a topic that's near and dear to my heart because I spent, prior to Bat 8, I spent so much time on the road by myself. Steve, I think you do too, and I don't know if you've ever been here. But I brought this up to some folks in my life, and I just – so on my – I have an hour and 10 minute commute to work Oof. and I often just don't listen to anything but myself, my own thoughts, which is dangerous enough. But I always wondered if we associate things as inappropriate because of what they represent or because of the word itself. Would it be, like, let me just bring up a topic real quick here. Uh, I'll keep it as, as PG-13 as I can. Just the word genitalia alone. Genitalia, that's a weird word. But if you're driving down the road and you look at a tree, we could be perfectly okay about talking about trees at the dinner table. Okay. Are we, Where are we going with this, Brett? Are we okay with talking about trees at the dinner table because – Tree is not a weird word, or tree is something, you know, it represents something that's not weird. You know what I hear outside right now? Crickets. <laughs> They're peepers, actually, but go ahead. <laughs> so you want to talk about trees? I no, think he wants to talk about, like, words this associated words. with something. Oh, All just right. words that make you feel... Genitalia. Is that a weird word because of what it represents or because it's a weird word? I mean, that's a weird word, genitalia. Well, it sounds Free. funny. It's not a, that's not a weird word. No, well, no, but it sounds funny. I mean, that's one of the things. It, genitalia, like it's not an American word. Could you discuss if we flip-flopped the representation... Would you be comfortable sitting down at the dinner table talking about a beautiful blooming genitalia you just drove by? As opposed to a beautiful blue dogwood tree? Right, yes. Okay. I think it would depend on who's at that dinner table where you could bring that subject no, up. Your family, your family. I think it's the fact that it's the, the word it like represents, like the meaning of the word. The meaning of the word, that's what you're going with? I think that's, yes, I think it's the meaning of the word. Well, thanks for the help, Mr. Halber. 
Yeah, genitalia is a weird word, though. It is. It is. Yeah, if I, if I, oh my goodness, I just saw the most beautiful blooming genitalia when I was driving down the road today. <laughs> Thank God you weren't texting and driving when you did that. No, because I don't know. How to, well, I could figure it out because iPhone doesn't let you misspell it. But I, I just feel like I don't, there are words in my life that don't represent anything inappropriate whatsoever that I cannot stand. <laughs> I need more whiskey for this conversation. Well, this That's is the reason why we're going to we're going to go behind the wall and do uh, do those kind of podcasts. Moist, I don't like that word. It's uh, it's cringeworthy. Or crevice, nooks and crannies. And any of those words. Formula. Formula. Out rep, formula in discussion outside of the mathematic world. I can't stand it. If you said why? This, like baby formula? This pisses me off. It pisses me off. I can't help it. Carnation instant breakfast. I, oh, I love that. Oh, but I can't stand it. I cannot. If you would tell me, oh my goodness, I had a carnation instant breakfast today, I would punch you in the face. I couldn't <laughs> take it. Brett, it's Brett, it's mostly quick with vitamins in it. That's all it is. I don't care what it is. That word, those three words together. You want to tell me you bought your wife some carnations? I'm fine with it. You want me to be there in an instant? Great. Do you want me to talk about breakfast? I love breakfast, but you put those three words together. I want to slap somebody hard. Is it worse when you like enunciate all the words to carnation instant breakfast? No, that that might be worse, but it's still awful to me. <laughs> I got to tell you, when we're doing these shows remote now, I think Danielle should sit in with you at times. She is sitting in with me. She's listening because she's not um, downloaded the app to listen to us yet. So she wanted to. She's like, oh, slide over the system. oh, my God. Get on, get on on the Why don't you slide over a little bit and let her in the picture? Yeah, get her in there. And, and what size sweatshirt do you wear so we can get you some new clothes? There she is. Oh, Hello. She's not going to talk. Okay. We can see you, though. Okay, just put it back to your husband. Because yeah. <laughs> if you're not, not going to be any fun, you've been married too long. You're not fun anymore. So, uh, Brett, so we need to get you some new clothes. So, uh, what what size do you wear? Well, for those of you who can't see, for those of you who can't see, uh, Brett is wearing a New York Yankees hoodie. And... And I and I let uh, I let it slide that Ryan's been wearing uh, an inaccurate chemical uh, formula. Oh, there he said formula, Brett, on his shirt. I mean, it's look, not incorrect. I just cringed. It's H two O. It's not H T P. H two P. If you know, you know. Yeah. What does P yeah. represent on the periodic table of elements, Ryan? I'm going to take, no, is it potassium, P.O.? It is. Well done. It's potassium. Well done. All right. Yeah. You didn't even need to phone a friend. Nope. Nope. Thank you, Mr. Spots, 11th grade chemistry. Hey, um, speaking of who wants to be a millionaire, going really back far, Modern Family ended this week. And uh, anybody cry at the uh, finale? I didn't even watch it. Nope. Didn't watch it. Never will. I teared up a little bit. <laughs> I was upset, but I had to hide my tears from my from my uh, from my TV watcher in a better chair than me. <laughs> uh, that means Drew and Steve were handing each other tissues back and forth between their recliners. There were no tissues. 
they were notitious. And you know, quite frankly, if I had one of those shirts to look at myself right now on, on Zoom, I could really pull off the cam shirt. I look like Eric Stone Street right now. I wish you had Eric Stone Street money. Well, you know, and, and then we'd have Royals stuff to wear because he bought into the team. And Kansas City. Um, so, Brett, so, Brett, now that geez, we're done talking geez, about excuse me. words that upset you, Anything, anything else in that? Any other words you want us to, to dissect tonight? Well, I, I'm drawing a blank on them. I, I can't – they don't stick out in my mind, but I know them when I hear them. You know, the whole – If you take about, notes – I don't if you know – take notes and write them down – I don't know what pornography is, but I know it when I see it. It's like that. When I hear the word, I understand, like, I don't like that word. If you're if you're not sure, I can send you a couple uh, URLs. So you could uh, double check those. Oh, could make for a Just funny. I read about them on the internet. Drew, anything else for the good of the order? Are we still picking our own topic. Yes. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm going to actually steal this one from the Dan Lebetard show and a buddy of Ryan and I's, um, Jordan Caffrey. Um, Come on, neither. Friends, they talk about your Mount Rushmore of appetizers. Oh, why? We're going around the table. What do Brett, you do at a table? You eat. Let's talk you about said food. this. Brett, you said this. We'll hold it for the end. We're at the end. Appetizer so might be one of those words that pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> should we say starters? <laughs> no, it should just be. What do you want to eat? And yeah, like how many people go to a restaurant and order wings as an appetizer? Like, uh, see, I agree with that. You it's order wings as your meal. Yeah, like, oh, but wings is one like of my that that wings. Is how many people, How many people go to a restaurant and just order wings and fries and a Mountain Dew, Ryan? <laughs> hey, I don't drink soda anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. So as you water. hold up your third glass of brown liquor. And if you want to be really accurate, it's the hottest flavor wings known to mankind. Fries, extra ranch. That way he can dip his fries in there and then just. If you really want to have a topic, talk about how you ruin wings by putting ranch on them and not blue cheese. Well, blue cheese is disgusting. Should have never been made. All right. Anyway, (laughs) what what is our Mount Rushmore? So are we each picking one or do we each pick? What do we do? Uh, I would say we each pick our four. Four. Well, that four. is how many. Four things that I'd like to have to eat. Are, are you familiar with Mount Rushmore? <laughs> you know, there's four heads well, there's there, four, right? Yeah, there's I'm the only damn one that's probably been there. One. What does that yes, matter? Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, I've not been to South Dakota yet. I can look at I, it on the internet. I was going to go in January. It doesn't and do it any justice. I've never been there. Well, here, I'll, I'll start. I'll make it easier for everybody. Um, I, I would go to TGI Fridays and get the fried green beans for uh, Super Coop because she loves those. Um, I like the Blooming Onion from, uh, from the Outback. Oh, the solid. Cactus Blossom from Texas Roadhouse, Steve. Well, no, I, I prefer the Outback. The, the Texas is too loud. I'm a, I'm a I'm a crotchety old man now. I don't like loudness. I want to rewind uh, a second. That loud noise. I want to know what two parts hydrogen and one part, part phosphorus represents because that's what H two 
two parts yes. and one part P phosphorus. What does that represent? Oh, hold on. I know what it means. Shitty football team. That's <laughs> you can, you can make fun of me all you want. I'm a big boy. Hey, we are. That's why you're on there. Hashtag exactly. We are. The life we are. Uh, right. Wings. I, I would take Buffalo wings. Uh, my preferred Buffalo wings are from the Hofbrau in Belfont, Pennsylvania with Tim sauce. And I guess my final uh, one would be uh, just some really nice chicken fingers um, from, uh, from the Schwann's guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the specifics of that just made me bust out laughing. As well, they should. That's it's a it's a comedy podcast. Go, Ryan. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Uh, well, your name's so Ryan. Yeah, I'd go with buffalo wings. I don't really have a specific place because I'm a fan of all buffalo wings. Um, like Drew said, I like I like the hot flavors. Uh, no, you like lava. Well, like if you can yeah. put lava on a wing, you need it. Uh, it's debatable. It's debatable. Um, it's enjoyable for the next couple of days, though, Ryan. No, no, no. Well, no. <laughs> the next couple hours are not good. Um <laughs> So I go hot wings, uh, onion rings. I like onion rings. Jeez, uh, I didn't. I don't usually eat appetizers a lot. I'd probably go with home delivery. Has really good crab pretzels. Crab pretzels are really good. Roasts. Yeah, there's a story behind that, but we can get to that at a later date. Sure, um, there is. Last time I ate the really hot wings at home delivery with you, I thought I was poisoned. <laughs> I do remember that text later that? that night. <laughs> yeah, so the crab pretzels are good. Um, I accidentally ordered three of them at the one time, uh, and they were twelve dollars a piece. But anyways, um, and then I like I like fried pickles. Oh, good fried choice! I was gonna are, pick that. Yeah, fried pickles are a lot of, are, uh, a lot of girls ones, like those. They're ones people forget about, but they're good. It's so just those girls. You yeah, I heard, you the, I heard you the first time. Pickles. Give me a bush light. No, <laughs> no I, I don't typically Take some drink bush pickles light. and keep the bush light coming. No, Two I, drink things my, drink, I drink my Budweiser. It's the official beer of the St. Louis Cardinals. So. That could be worse. That could be worse than bush yeah, light. They, I was told that there for a while there were so many domestics called the, from people drinking Budweiser that they handed out a free wife beater. With every every thirty pack, you got a well. Thirty uh, Budweiser is the official beer of the St. Louis Cardinals and the official beer of the Howard Hawks. So I have to like it. Uh, you have. And to. what does that have to do with appetizers? Oh, it's not. But he said Bush Light, and I told you I don't usually drink Bush Light. Oh, okay, Budweiser. Did you did you do your four yet, or are we just still mm -hmm. you know watching yeah, we the did our, folks of the bike go around? We did our four. Brad, so go to. I'm going to give you the four things I like to eat because the word appetizer pisses me off. So I'm going to go with a medium steak, a say steak tips, 
No, not steak tips. Tips, that's another word. That pisses me off. Now they hear you say that, I don't like tips. There's nothing good. There's nothing good that comes with a tip. Tip, just a tip. I mean, a tip a waitress, it's costing me money. Tip of the, you know what, it's just, it's not fun. Well, how about in basketball when you're supposed to win the tip off? Well, we're not too far from probably eliminating that because it's unfair to the kid that didn't have the height advantage. So I'm, I'm okay with just flipping a coin to start the game and see who gets the ball. Um, so I'm going with a medium steak. I'll go with some chicken wings. Steve, I love the Tim sauce. I'm going to go with the Tim sauce, even though when I call in there, I don't give them my name. Um, <laughs> let me think what else I enjoy. Oh, you know, probably a good salad, a good house salad uh, with Italian dressing. And uh, how do you spell that? Italian? Yeah. People aren't going to come all the way out here for Italian when we have a Chuck E. Cheese right in town. Um, outside of that, I'm going to go with uh, probably, oh man, I'm a sucker for a good cheesesteak. So one of those things were an appetizer. Good, <laughs> good job, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I try to say right. steak tips, but <laughs> Drew, Drew, you get the last word since it was your it was since it was your idea. Okay, well, I pick one of mine were uh, one of the things Ryan already said: fried pickles, um, always a good choice. I'm surprised nobody said nachos. Mm. Nachos is a good choice. It's kind of hard to mess those up. Nachos. There's Toby Keith Bar. Good shit. $7 for, uh, for chips. Yeah, I'm with you. Toby Keith Bar down in Woodbridge, Virginia. <sighs> Great nachos. Happy Valley Brewery here locally. Oh, my gosh. So good. You know, I'm the only one getting sponsors. You guys are you're throwing all these uh, promos out, out there. I think you need to land some, uh, some more people. All right. Next, next, I have mozzarella sticks. I'm surprised nobody said that. Always a good choice. Oh, $8 yet, for some deep fried cheese. Yet you said last night that the mozzarella bites better for your tummy than mozzarella sticks. <laughs> if they're Farm Rich brand, it's mozzarella bites. Tommy, okay, there you Tommy add that to my list. Of He's shit. Probably, that's probably the exact word he used, too. Tummy? Yeah. <laughs> Tum-tum. Tum-tum. Uh, that's even worse. Tum-tum. <laughs> um, this one's a little different. But I said egg rolls, too. I enjoy egg rolls. They're good. They're very good. They they have Susie Wong's original egg rolls. Yeah, it's really good. They're delicious. Just don't get the bat ones. (laughs) Do you guys want to hear a funny story before (laughs) before we move on? I don't know if it'll be funny, but go ahead. It's kind of funny. Come on, give it a shot. (laughs) Every time Ryan and I go to Giant to get their Chinese food, this yeah, is before but, they moved to. Um, yeah. My order would be the two or three entree special, and I would get a few egg rolls. Typically, I would get like three because you can only fit four in the container, so they'd give me an extra one. <laughs> so I pay for <laughs> – excuse me. I pay for two, but they give me four. <laughs> Ryan, on the other hand <laughs> – I get one. I, he can't even tell the damn story. <laughs> I buy one, one has to pay. and get charged twice for it. 
So the goons get two free egg rolls, and I don't get any free egg rolls. And he thinks it's the funniest thing. It happens almost every time. Well, I think I and think the moral of the story is, Ryan, no one likes you. I know. Taco Bell always messes my order up, but I still go there religiously. Love that place. But that's a good lesson in communism. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's – Steve, you're the poli-sci guy. Maybe it's more – Socialism, but Drew wants four, pays for one. Ryan wants one, pays for three. Is that socialism or uh, ca- or uh, communism? No, that's a benefit of Drew being the being the son of one of the one percent in the world. That's really what that's all about. It's no, more of a more of a hierarchy. Steve, if there's none of those little Chinamen in there that know who you are or care who you are, I'm saying. Oh yes. Please. Oh, they know who I am. People as know. They laugh, as they laugh and go, oh, what do you mean only two meats? You know you want three, fatty. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I am People kind of a me. big deal, especially <laughs> when I try and put my pants on. <laughs> Easy. I'm trying to get a lesson here, though. I'm trying to make this somewhat educational. If you two oh. didn't know each other, you know, it was just two random people, Drew gets four, pays for two, Ryan gets one, pays for three. Is that socialism or communism? Uh, no, I think that's just the luck of the draw. No, it's not it's the luck right. of the draw. It's not the it luck is. of the draw. I'm it talking is. hypotheticals people, here. People that work at the at the stand don't like Ryan. That's what it's about. It has nothing <laughs> to do with political ideology. It's just the fact that they do not like Ryan. Yeah, that goes deeper than that. just that one stand. I feel like there's a lot of people that probably don't like me, so – us three included. Yeah. Okay, let's take, let's take a vote, Brad. And this is – we're going down a rabbit hole here. But what I feel like when it comes to Chinese cuisine is that they are really, really good at playing stupid, but we all know they're smart. They make everything we use. They're not dumb people, but they're really good at playing dumb. All I know is the Belfont Walk has not been open for four weeks, and I'm missing broccoli and chicken. Well, their cream cheese wonton. If that place never reopened again, I'd be fine with it. You need to check out the Mill Hall Cat and Rat. That's where it's at. That well, place is let me, disgusting. Let me let me tell you a little story. In 1987, before oh, half of you half of you were born, and 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 Brett was still filling diapers. Um, I was probably I, watch your mouth. So I I interned at the Chamber of Commerce in Belfont that year, my last year in college, and I did a a, uh, customer survey of what people would like to have in Belfont. And do you know what the number one thing people in the town wanted in 1987? Chinese restaurants? Because they had 17 of them? It was a Chinese restaurant. Cat and rat buffet. When did when did the walk get there? Uh, in the nineties. Okay. If you remember, they were down on High Street, much lower on High Street, before they moved up to the big spot. I, d- I don't remember. Well, that's because you were young. Yeah. Well, my final thing I wanted to bring up tonight, and and we don't have to talk a lot about it, but uh, so last mm-hmm. week I went on a scavenger hunt looking for uh, free ham from the Wise Market. 
because uh, the meat guy goes, oh, yeah, can just come in on Friday. I'm going to have all, all these kinds of hams. It'll be great. And so I didn't burn any of my, my gas points because gas is under two bucks. And I go and I talk to the guy and I go, hey, where are the free hams? And he goes, oh, you're out of luck, buddy. And I went, well, what do you mean? You told me on Monday there would be plenty. And he goes, they didn't, they didn't send me enough. So I wanted to walk around and blow off some steam. And I go down the cereal aisle. Do you know how many kinds of Cheerios there are? Oh, uh, I'm going to guess six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven in, in the two pictures I took. Here's what's even worse, Ryan. Do you know how many kinds of Chex cereal there are? Oh, ten. I don't know. I just took a lot of pictures of, of a bunch of flavors. Look, when I was a kid, there were three. There were rice, there were corn, and nobody ate the wheat unless it was in the Chex mix your mom made on Christmas Eve. Okay? Now there's too many kinds of Chex mix. And Cheerios, there was one. They were called yeah. Cheerios. Are you counting – so what are you counting as Chex mix? Chex mix? Like – how many, Wheat, how, rice, corn. Yeah, but like, what are the other ones? Steve, honey nut, honey nut, peanut butter, cinnamon. Okay, that yeah. Okay, that, blueberry. That I mean, you're, it's ridiculous. I mean, the only thing that has gotten any better since the 1970s, double stuffed Oreos. That's oh, it. That's all you need. You have regular Oreos. And I'm gonna stuff. disagree with that. I'm gonna people that buy normal stuffed Oreos can't be trusted. I do buy normal stuff. I'll only buy normal stuff. Thank you. What? There is no difference. There's a huge difference. No, there isn't. Yeah, the There's... only difference is is the price tag. That's yes. It. No, they're the same price. They're double. No, they're not stuff. Yes. Thank yeah, they you. are. Yes, yeah, they, they are. are. Even. Even the vanilla ones are the same price yeah. as the chocolate when you, ones. When you buy the mega stuffed or the most stuffed, that's too much, but it's they're good. That's but too much that's too gonna, much stuff for you. <laughs> yes. Double stuffed is plenty. I'm gonna end my my con my conversation with this evening. I'm gonna end it with a rebuttal to Steve's comment is the free market wants what the free market wants, Steve. And if they want seven or eight or ten different kinds of Cheerios, then that's what the free market wants. Capitalism is a beautiful thing. Let it happen. Let it happen. Okay. Look, I'm, a, I'm becoming a cranky old man, and I think you only need two kinds of Cheerios. You only need two kinds of M&Ms, plain and peanut. Well, the caramel ones are good. Well, if that's all the people want to buy, that's all there would be. In Steve's store, here's what you get. Whatever <laughs> I have got. That's it. That's the list. All well, right, we've killed an entire time tonight. Well, that it's not just Steve's store. We're not going to shop at Steve's. Hey, I'm going down to Steve's so I can get one cut of meat and one cut of ham. And I didn't talk about meat. I talked about cereal and Oreos and M&Ms. Well, I mean, we were just scratching the surface. Well, that's why, because it's at the end of the show. We'll talk much longer. Each one of you, your your project for next week is to put a GoPro on the top of your forehead and walk around a grocery store and we'll compare notes. Well, before we do end it, 
as we are progressing. Oh, here we go. No oh. shit. <laughs> I said it again. Sorry. As we are progressing with episodes, I think we are building a higher clientele and more people want to be on this show. Um, I know there's one call person in. of mine who is actually a family member. Uh, there's a couple people. There's um, a family member of one of our own, Ryan Dyke. Both Reagan and Doug seem like they really want to be on this show. What are the chances? They're not, they're not coming on this show. I'm vetoing that right off the get-go. Even Reagan? I, mean, I think we can all agree Doug's vetoed. Kelly I, wants to come on. Oh, there it was. Kelly, we brought her up. If Kelly wants to come on, she can. You. <laughs> Only you. Where, here's, here's the important question, Drew. If we're going to have Reagan on, where do we post her and where can we get her drunk so that she can <laughs> be the drunk dyke on the, on the show? Uh, I don't know. You'll have to ask her. Maybe she'll drink a white cloth. Well, she is a girl, so I guess she could have that. Yeah, that does. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I'll allow it. Also, Ryan, since we've talked last, has Kelly asked about me at all? Um, let me think. <sighs> no, I don't think so. Oh my goodness, she asked my wife about me. Ooh, uh, did she? Yeah, I'm sure she's going to want to talk to you after episode three. I'm not getting into it, but she did ask. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. I don't need to know anything else. All right. We beat this horse into the ground enough tonight. It's time to say goodbye, boys. All right. See ya. Bye, everybody. Can't wait. <clears throat> thanks for listening to episode four, and a big thanks to Aura Boris for providing our theme song. Thanks for listening to Cut the BS. Where are we on social media, Drew? Our Twitter at cut the BS one. That's the number one. Um, you can just search on Facebook, cut the BS, give the page a follow. Um, we have the bracket up there too. Uh, we are on Instagram too. Not very many posts on there yet, but we did wish Ryan Dyke a late happy birthday there. His baby picture. Everyone's My baby picture. That. I was like six. Well, still baby. <laughs> How was that birthday present, buddy? It was good. I'm still yeah, using, I bet it was. Right here. Using it right now. Yeah, it's not the one I'm Love talking the, about. Oh. Love the shaker bottle. Florida State. Oh, baby. I hope not. Go Knowles. So that's it for episode four. Hashtag let's find Ryan a life partner. Make sure you tag that on Cut the BS1. <laughs> for Drew, for Ryan, for Brett, this is Steve. Good night.